Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Sunday Social. We have a very special episode today, a roundtable, if you will. It's the first one of its kind here at Talk Jive Radio, and today we're very pleased to welcome Jesse Svidak with the Kiowa Tribe Legislature, mm-hmm. Matt Robertson with the Wichita Tribe Executive Committee, mm-hmm. Darrell Cooper with the Apache Business Committee. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Darko here, That's and, and it's obviously just so good. So let, let's start. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. It's like I said, this is the first opportunity and the very first time that them damn Indians have had a chance to actually sit down with multiple legislators from different <laughs> tribes to discuss how your issues are are affecting not only your tribal people but how they affect your community too. So let's start. Um, let's start with uh, Mr. Robertson. So let's talk about the Wichita tribe and what you guys have on deck these days. Well, um, first of all, I just want to say that um, the committee has come together. We've been working together um, very well since the last last few months, but uh, we've got some really exciting. Uh, stuff coming up. Uh, we are working on the f- uh, first stages of construction for our new Star Academy, which will be on the Mom Paul's lot on Mission in Anadarko. Uh, it's going to be a new two-story daycare. Uh, really beautiful. Excited about that. It's probably going to be the nicest building on Mission, if not the whole town. So, uh, really excited about that. Uh, we've just recently got our 80 acres in trust in uh, Hinton. Are working on that, and then uh, excuse me, in Hydro, we've got our acre uh, or acreage and trust up there, and looking at some different economic opportunities. Um, we've got some really good uh, grants coming up. Uh, we've got a um, uh, some uh, th- there's some grants with uh, with not smoking, and uh, we're looking at some things. We may potentially doing a rehab, and so. Uh, rehab facility in Anadarko so now the rehab facility that's something that's been needing needed in Anadarko I think for a very long time um, it's something that as legislators you all know that substance abuse is one of the biggest problems you know in Indian country and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of tribes doing something about it, it seems like I, I don't know if it's it's the tribes as much as it's the community it seems like the communities that these tribes surround, they don't feel like it's their problem. They feel like, oh, that's the that's the tribes' problem. We don't need to we don't need to work because they're making money off of it. Think about how much money the municipal city of Anadarko makes just off of PIs and and you know just locking up the same winos every week. That's a really interesting mm-hmm. point. Now, Mr. Cooper, since your tribe is really the only one that's technically <coughs> situated in Anadarko, mm-hmm. how do you um, how do you address those kind of community issues with the city? Because you because you guys are just right there in Anadarko. You you guys you know have to actually have that mutually cooperative mm-hmm. relationship where the other tribes don't. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say one one is um your product of your environment in the first place with all the low poverty and stuff like that 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 comes along with Anadarko and all the statistics being just that much higher but then also it's work, work like like you said working with the city and a lot of the times I feel like uh, a lot of the the target is Native Americans and stuff like that and that gets pushed under the rug because you have like programs like CASA like the controlled alcohol 
substance abuse with the four sale Apaches, Apaches and the Delawares. So yeah, yep. So you have all those those Indian geared programs in the city. The city knows that if a Native American gets locked up or they go for um, in, intoxication or something like that, that the the, the Native American Avenue Safety Avenue, safety net is CASA KDAP, where other other non-Indians they have to pay $160. Yeah, but wouldn't that doesn't that lend to tribal members being targeted? I mean, because because and hey, I'm I grew up in Anadarko. I, I that's always going to be my home and everything. But I'm I'm very blunt about mm -hmm. that. And and going along with that, Mr. Speedock, I want to know how you how the Kiowa tribe deals with that with such a large base because you guys have multiple multiple districts that you guys have to work within to to make sure that you can provide these services so how do you guys do that and and have to work with the the number of municipalities that are within each legislative district well first of all we just disown them <laughs> banish them <laughs> just banish them all huh i mean the reality of it is um I know our car tribes expanding a lot in recent, and we have a lot of things that are coming up in the future. And one of those is, um, you know, substance abuse. I mean, I even contact Darrell over some members there in law. Um, we do have a program, but it's not fully fleshed out. Um, like you can understand, we're, we're only operational government for two years. Some of these tribes, like said, have been going to program. I know Darrell and them, the Patch Tribe, they have an excellent program down there. And it's something that I use him a lot, you know, contacting mm -hmm. me. Hey, I got this member over here. They're not members, but the fact is they have, you know, state assistance in their, their federal programs. So that's that's something that other tribes, like I've been talking just recently. We had a member to come in yesterday. It was from the Delaware Nation. And, you know, she was seeking assistance. Some, she couldn't get assistance from her nation. But the fact is, you know, she come, why did she come to our office there in Lawton? And that's something she's I'm in your district. Well, she's in my district, but she's not a tribal member. Well, see, that's the thing about it. I mean, even even being a Kiowa that moved out of Caddo County, Kiowas wouldn't help us with anything whenever I was living in Canadian County. I'm less than an hour away. Mm -hmm. But if you want any kind of help, oh well, you can go. You can go see the the Shiner Apos about it. Well, that's we we've yeah. gotten bad about that in our tribe. I mean, a lot of people like, oh well, that tribe's next to you. Even in Lawton, you know, you have. Comanches, you got KCA over there. Yeah. Oh, go seek some help from somewhere else. And that's stupid. Like, why? Why the hell are we restricting our tribal members to have to be in one little section when historically we travel? We go every goddamn. We're, we're we go out. We come back. We go out. We come back. Like people don't just stay in one spot. We're nomadic. Like, well, that's why, why we have legislators for each district now. So technically, wherever your location is, that's who the legislature you're supposed to be contacting for, to get you the seat. I know so how it's, it's supposed to work. It's supposed to work. <laughs> no, we talked about this before. But like I, I said, you know, the people are really starting to lean into, like, contact the legislators, and then the legislators yeah. are feeling heat from it because they're like, well, what do we do? Like, we're not social services. But yet, you're the representative of your community in that district, mm -hmm. so you're closest. Right. So those who live out, like you said, Oklahoma City, Japan, Florida, wherever, and they're all represented by one Modena Waters, and they need a contact. That's that's what I'm saying. It, it's it's problematic. I'm sure other tribes too have the same reason. You know, like yeah. Mahila is all the way up there in Alaska almost, but yet <laughs> you know, like how is that Damn benefiting with your nation when you're subject to subjugated by distance, right? Right. You know, how can you get services? Oh, you're at a service area. Well, that's something that other tribes need to start working Especially on. Especially when the service area is that small. Because, yeah. like, I can understand, okay, you're out of service area because you don't live in the state. 
when you live damn an hour from the tribal complex, <laughs> you should still be able to get services. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in the same damn state. Like you should be able to get services. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, but here's here's the thing too, guys. The federal the federal government makes tribes when they apply for their for their federal for their uh, you know designation for their you know to to be an official tribe. They they actually have to say where their tribal boundaries are and things like that. Those have to be established. So the reason why that is. Is so, and now they can establish. Well, you have this many people in this area, so you only get this amount of money. That's right. That's that's basic. That's what mm -hmm. it boils down to. That's that's why I'm a Pawnee. I have no clue about what my tribal government is doing. I have no clue about the services that are offered. I can't get to language classes because they're not offered online. I can barely vote because, well, because, you know, there's five of us that live outside, that live west of I-35, so who cares about our votes? So how do you guys address that, that disparity with your tribal members that are outside the jurisdiction who can't take advantage of these services that you want to offer but just can't? Mr. Cooper, let's start with you. A, a lot of it, um, trying to trying to reach out, reach those guys on the outside of your district, outside of your state, and stuff like that is is hard. It's hard. It's hard in the sense that they they have that mindset that kind of you have like I live out I, I live out of state, so why why should I care? And then m most of it, like you, we go to enrollment and stuff like that, and a lot of our tribal members they don't even have a correct their correct permanent address on there they, they don't care to update it so you send out a letter to those guys and and they're never gonna get it because there's no way of contacting them the contact phone number isn't isn't the same one they use anymore because you know a lot of indians we don't use contracts we use the, the pay and go phones so next month they might have a totally new phone so that's that's one of the one of the biggest problems is trying to trying to get that contact with them mr speedock man <laughs> it's a struggle. I, it's I, a struggle. I, and I get that, but but I'm I'm interested to hear what what you guys say because again, as 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 a tribal member who who really doesn't have that that close of a contact, and and I can only believe what people tell me. Mm -hmm. I can only depend on what my representatives tell me, and so what's what's the official well, line because because that's what i'm hearing is the official line well, i want to know you can live yeah. right next to the complex and never know what the hell is going on in the tribe well, it, what it comes down to i mean to be honest with you it's about participation mm -hmm. i mean you're exactly right what you're talking about it's about participation even Darrell, and i'm probably pretty sure Matt's going to say the same thing it's about tribal members in the past over leaderships in the past have neglected those votes that live outside of the area because mm -hmm. they say oh well those votes don't matter but over the years, you know, we see a younger generation coming in and we're trying to get those people involved because the more people you have involved, the better your government is. So like you said, you have people who live 10 minutes away from Carnegie that's north of north of the boundary lines. They actually are in District 7. So and I'm talking about Kiowa Tribe now, so don't get it confused with the other <laughs> But it's about the participation and the education of people, really. They, you know, Kiowas are bad about that rumor mill. Once it gets out there, like, oh, then you got to prove your innocence. But mm -hmm just recently over six million dollars look how that turned out you know there's nothing illegal really going on it's just the fact that people disagree to where the money should go and six million dollars we're talking about people are like oh we need per cap we need to get done but then those voices come from the belly of the beast a few say hey i want to spend it this way but then again like you said the participation rate 
what are those people in District 7, you know, outside in the world, like I mentioned earlier, that are not in our boundaries? They have a voice too, but yet they want to say something after the decision's been made, but they need to participate before. Before. So yeah, we can but help. you're talking about people having to travel to Carnegie. That's I don't even want to go to Carnegie from Anadarko. I'm sorry. Like, that, that's the problem. Like, we have these this archaic rule set up. I know a lot of the tribes are the same way where there's a there, you have to have so many people physically at the meeting in order to have a quorum before anything can get done half the time you never even get a quorum and it's like it's almost set up for people not to come like the only people they want to come to these meetings are people that live in Carnegie. Well, that's like, that, I mean, well, that's I, when it comes to participation. But uh, here, let me tell you this. So why can't, why can't we have a Skype in or something? Well, I'm telling you, it, 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 it takes participation first because for us to get that quorum, it takes 150 people. This is KIC. Yeah. I'm talking. We have four branches of government at the Coyote Tribe. The issue four? is, yeah, there's oh, four branches. KIC, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the KIC is a governing body. Right, right. But the thing is that our tribe's politics is structured over 150 people that are based around Carnegie and Anadarko. But yet, mm. everyone else complains about it because they don't want to make that trip. But yet, we have people who make that trip, but we don't even make quorum. Uh, I think one thing that, that I really like what you guys are doing, um, I've noticed that for their meetings, they're putting out a travel schedule, having fast trains around here locally, yeah. chartering a bus from uh, Tulsa. And, uh, I think that's something that some of the tribes can look at. Well, I know I'm never going to be able to make a Saturday meeting. My kids all play sports. Yeah, uh, and that's I'm sorry. That's, well, that that's that starts important. that starts with us. I mean, our, I'm talking about the younger generation getting mm -hmm. involved, getting mm -hmm. things. I mean, like, look, three young, yeah. you know, elected officials come in and start participating. We got to get that voice because we see the problem. The, these constitution, these things were created yeah. before we even got in office. These yeah. are about, our elders created this, and yet they're the ones who are still complaining about it. Yeah. And then yet we have younger generation complaining about the same thing. Like, why aren't things changing? It's about yeah. participation. You gotta you gotta participate first, then you make changes to our constitution. And you said, Well, we can't have it a uh, hundred fifty quorum, it takes all day. Well, we should put time limits on that thing. Oh, if yeah. we don't meet the quorum, the Comanches do it very well. They have mm -hmm. there's monthly meeting, they meet quorum. And if they don't meet quorum, that meeting's over. It's closing. Mm -hmm. It's closing. They have to wait till next month. And that's all policy. That it is, is all that yeah. all comes policy. One of the things I like about the Wichita tribe is that you guys put your meetings out for the public to see. Yeah. Everybody gets to see it's that. Online. Everybody yeah. gets to gets to see it in real time, right then. I tell my Pawnees all the time, like, hey, the Wichita's got that. I mean, those are <laughs> those are our dang relatives. Why can't y'all just right. give some guidance about how they do that? But, but here's something else too, and this is something that I've noticed because, yeah, I'm, I'm a sicko. I like to watch news and politics and everything, so I watched every second of you guys' last recall meeting, every oh, second yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. And what I'm, what I'm curious about, I mean, about the, the recovery and everything, but what I'm curious about, and this is one of the reasons why we wanted everybody to be here, is even though that the, those meetings are public and everything, are, are our tribal members getting the real story? How much of that is filtered through the tribal government? Well, yeah, you, you run into a lot of that. I mean, the um, it's it, you know we we do our best to get as much information out there, but um, we're not stirring the pot too much. But there's there's uh, not a lot of. Uh, no, I, I, I mean that's that's kind of one or two persons view in the newspaper. Um, the rest of the committee doesn't really uh, have a say so or or the ability to get it out there. Um, so a lot of what people see 
is uh, is one person's point of view. It's the company line, is what it is. Right, um, and, and you know it's a propaganda machine, and, and it's designed to to uh, to push that along. But at the same time, we, we are making strides to to come back together, work together, and, and get things done. Um, to kind of backtrack a little bit and and to help talk about some of the things that uh, the Wichita tribe does for our members outside the service area. Uh, one of the most popular things that. Uh, that we have right now is our, our health card and this is a um, uh, secondary insurance uh, so if we've got or, or it can be a primary it's just not as good as a primary but a secondary insurance you know it picks up all your co-pays and um, it's something you really don't um, think about a lot but you know that that adds up you know 20 bucks at the doctor 15 dollars at the pharmacy every month or whatever deductibles um, damn socialism deductibles, yeah. <laughs> well okay so uh mr speed what do you think about social media's contribution to how how the tribal political landscape is these the dissemination days. of information absolutely because because that is part and parcel with with what okay so this is this is what the tribe puts out this is what the official line is but then you've got all of these groups and i and i use you as an example because i see more kiowa groups on there than i see <laughs> any other tribe like the kiowas have a There's lot of several different political groups. several yeah. political groups that are online and it seems like everybody's kind of got their own line so how does how does the legislature work to you know well, to, to make sure that that the truth and and what's really going on is getting out there well it's it, like you said backed up by any tribe it's about communication first of all and your leader has to speak which is matt kamalti and i mean if you like it or not if you don't like his policy or whatever like you said you have different groups different agendas mm -hmm. different ways to think you can't please everybody that's just the bottom line everyone's gonna have a different opinion everyone's gonna think we should do this but yet the people who actually ran for the office still complain about it but they right. weren't elected so it's we're not enacting your policy we're acting the policy that was elected and he, you know I'm not really defending our chairman here, but he catches a lot of flack because of that. Well, but then, it, well, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Like I said, you even I in my own district, you should be doing this. But the thing is that, well, if you want change, get an office run. I, I want to run against somebody. I want other legislators run against them because it creates that atmosphere of representing yeah. the populace. Right. And like I said, the the population decides what's going to happen. KIC, like you said, it's really controlled about only two two three districts because they're they're participating. But then once again, that information disseminates from our leadership on down. And like I said, the legislative just, just recently we had that six million drawdown by the chairman and everyone's like, oh, it's illegal, he did this. But the KIC enacted gave him authorization to sign for both, to remove that money from the KCOA. So that way the KCOA is not out there just spending on casinos, making these big purchases without really the KIC's approval. But yet, you know, that the information wheel just keeps turning as far as who's who's giving out this information it's about those different groups saying oh, i wanted this to be done but yet falter instead of talking to the main person itself the horse's mouth and that's where the rumor mills come up and you get all these different uh groups saying oh well, this is that and this and that without even fact checking themselves it's based upon rumors from other people disseminating wrong information but how do you how do you even figure out what's real and what's not because it's not like we can just take the tribe's word for anything right i mean it's not like the tribe is above lying to its constituents right i mean well, I, you know well that's sometimes some that's the only way we're gonna find out information being a tribal member if you're not working for the tribe or in one of those meetings or something mm -hmm. you may never know what the hell's going on 
Yeah, well, and that's somebody that was in the meetings can come out and you know tell you what happened. <laughs> right, twist the facts. Yeah. But then yeah. you're at the, well, that's something you know, that I'm person. that I got into politics for that one reason. You know, like I told you before, being in Iraq, coming and seeing the tribe being shut down, it's embarrassment. I mean, Kyle tribe's been you know butt of all jokes for a long time, but it's something I'm trying to change the atmosphere of being very transparent. Anybody comes into my office, I'm getting people from different districts coming in just asking because. You know, it's not my information, it's the tribe's information. Right. And the more truthfully you come out and standing on your principles based upon the Constitution, you can't go wrong. I've been challenged before, like, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> the Constitution says so, we're going to stick to it because people want to revert back to the way things were because the control. If we had a KBC back, I mean, today, there'd be no, there'd be no stopping of what could happen. But now we have these branches of government that have checks and balances. So the atmosphere is changing. Um, used like you said, used to be. Jeremy just go in there and take money out of the casino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just take a trash bag and say, "Here, give me this money. We're gonna build a. And I think, we're gonna I think build that's this. A, that's the problem. There's a lot of people that are so scared of change. Yeah, especially yeah. like an older generation. You know, that's something that we talked about a lot because of the younger generation that's getting involved in politics. You know, you three right here are mm-hmm. a microcosm of that, but we're seeing it across Indian country. We're seeing it in regular politics. We're seeing, right. you know, yeah. Indians getting involved in state politics and federal politics. Even Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're we'll we're take, not talking about the east side of the state. Right? Yeah. What, <laughs> when you talk about social media, the biggest thing is a lot of elders, they have Facebook. Oh, I yeah. mean, they, they're yeah. on there. They, they may not comment. That well, but they don't know how to use yeah. it that well, but they're but, on there. I mean, a lot of other people they don't have that platform they don't have that facebook mm-hmm. platform they have other app applications they use but then again some are old school read the newspaper the Kiowa newspaper some literally just wait for the newspaper to come out and it's it's hard to get like you said it's hard to get those people to participate update their addresses and stuff to mm-hmm. be involved and then when you're when you're involved you know what's going on but when you're just sitting back waiting for someone to disseminate information to you, then you have that opportunity to get that wrong information. Well, so. I, I think for us, it, it goes really past just, you know, government meetings and general council meetings. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I kind of feel like we lost that sense of uh, community and, and family. There's not um, a lot of activities going on after work and things like that. And, and you know, when I say these things, I, I, I catch a lot of flags that say, well, you don't even you know, uh, live here. So what, what are you even talking about? But, um, but at Mohax, you know, I, uh, it's just totally different. Every night of the week, there's something going on. Well, see, that, that's, um, that's different because you're seeing what it could be. Mm-hmm. Right. And seeing that, seeing that void back home. Because we all know, growing up in Anadarko, <laughs> there ain't shit to do. I mean, mm-hmm. there's never been anything to do. Right. We literally nah. broke laws for fun. Out of boredom. This is where you talk about the the generation coming in. And we we see the problems because we grew up in that environment. Yeah. But yet those people who were in our leadership, our elders that were in those leadership positions, they said everything's okay because status status quo has been there. But things, you know, you throw in a young legislator or a young you know elected shaking official that mm-hmm. tree gets shaken yeah. and people get scared because things are not the same way you can't do business like you used to and it used to just be top down but now it's starting to become you know bottom up 
yeah, you know, holding holding your elected officials accountable. That's, that's yeah. what it really comes down go. to. Right. And and with the last few minutes of this segment, I do want to talk to Mr. Cooper about, you know, you're the youngest legislator here at this table. And so you're the one that's going to really, I mean, you're the one that potentially has the greatest potential to shake everything up especially being you know being in being in the position that you are so how are you going to work to create that transparency that community um that how are you guys going to going to work to bring that back around to our people and 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 to make that better mm-hmm. yeah all right so, so with me like being the youngest one uh it's one one uh learning learning how social social media is a huge a huge platform for myself. Even, even when I, w- I was sitting here running, uh, all my campaign stuff was through social media. But then also, um, but al- also honestly, uh, you, go, you look at Apache tribal politics in the first place. When people run, they don't sit here and go out, go out campaign, meet, have the meet and greets and all that stuff. But from a younger generation, that's not implemented in our head either. That's old school politics. But, but so that we, so me, what I'm learning as maturing is I can't just use social media because a lot of our elders and stuff like that. One, one, our, our tribe doesn't like it. Doesn't matter anything, anything negative on social media, they'll they will, will dead, just dead ass come after you. They will come after you. Take that off. Pass your tribal politics. Ain't supposed to be on. They'll come to your office and they'll they'll bust down that door. But for for me for me having that platform, it's it's a huge it's a huge advantage and stuff like that. But um. I think, and I, I want to go back to the question of, uh, of like re- reaching the y- younger generation and stuff like that, or the younger generation, but the the gen- the in, in the older generation and and affecting change. But a lot of it just comes down to to our tribal members and not only just Apaches and stuff and Wichita's and Kiowas. You go to any tribe, that it's it's a defeated mentality. Nothing nothing is ever going to change. Nothing is ever going to change. And it's always going to be the same thing over and over and over. And I think for me, as being a young person, and I'm I'm outspoken when I'm in those ABC meetings, when I'm at uh, at general council, you know, you, you think it'd be the, the chairman sitting here um, taking taking the bull by the horns, but it's this little young ass, little 27 year old kid up here <laughs> taking <laughs> taking the reins. And you know, I'm I'm sitting here, and the chairman's supposed to be speaking, and and. Me showing people that hey, the young people is here. The young people is sitting here ready to step up. And I mean, look, look at this room. You know, you have three, you have three young gentlemen up here affecting change. And that's why I tell people it might it might be just something little right now, but I've gotten so much messages from tribal members, from kids, from people in college. They're like, hey, like you're in, you're you truly are an inspiration. And now I want to get into politics. How can I help? So if it's just something, some it might be something just little like that. Like I might not be sitting here starting the Silver Buffalo. I might not be starting the casino. I might, but to me they're like, hey, like you're starting a younger movement in our tribe. So, I mean, and and me sitting here, because because I, I I wanted to start the Silver. I wanted to create all this economic development. But then also I'm not the only one on this committee. So for me to sit here and feel defeated, but then hey, like you're bro, you're affecting change. Like you don't even know it, but you are. So me having to do that and I was in a defeated mindset so now I'm up here let's kick some ass you know well, <laughs> that's keep, right keep let me touch going. on this for a little bit I'm going to step, right. step yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, real no. quick I mean he brought up an excellent point as far as the new generation working um, I know we talked about this before in some of our sessions here is that the participation through other tribes you know you have three different tribes right here we're, we're pretty close as far as communication wise and like I said 
me and Matt we're, we're working on stuff together too and the fact is the potential is there for future mm-hmm. politics yeah. I mean what right now our KCA Kiowa Comanche and Apache over there they can't agree on anything yeah. mm-hmm. they have business proposals out the door yeah. but they can't agree they couldn't even agree on a lawyer that's gonna take leadership so, to put their little petty bullshit the change has to come yeah. eventually See, someone's gonna have to break and say you know what with let's just do it you know y'all are legislators and everything but y'all aren't at the top we're talking right. about egos yeah. yeah oh yeah at yeah. the very top and that's that's always been the problem with KCA. that's always been the problem with wcd that's been the problem with any of these tribes that have to work together because it's not a choice it's not oh we could make a good partnership let's do no we own land together we have mm-hmm. to work right together. Yeah. and like, i'm gonna get my damn choice yeah and, and i'm gonna get my cut of right it. and that's something that we've all, all all you know six seven of these tribes got to work together with and you know we've got to go to washington and see if we can get get this land divided up so that you know the sometimes we get some resistance and we feel like it's holding us back you know um but you know that's 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 a big problem like we talk about it all the time being from anadarko yeah yeah i mean there's seven tribes within 40 miles of anadarko <coughs> but no tribes really they, they, impact they, it almost seems like they all they want should. to say oh well that's that's y'all's that, you know yeah. oh, y'all, well, y'all you, can do that you hit it right i mean it's about the ego because yeah. coming from anadarko it's about you know trying to rise to the top and be the most prominent one yeah but when you come from a generation like ours you know you see where that it's a failure you have to work with these other tribes just our gaming compact yeah when was the last time all these tribes got yeah. united never especially yeah. in the southwest region <laughs> right i mean we've been neglected for a long time in, oh, yeah. in state politics because the east eastern region they you know you got chickasaws and cherokees they're, they're running the show that's mm-hmm. absolutely right thank you so much for tuning in we're going to continue this segment for <laughs> next sunday and uh, we're going to continue to talk to our legislators thank you so much to wichita executive committee member matt robertson kiowa tribe legislator jesse speedock and apache business committee member darrell cooper thank you so much gentlemen and we will catch you back here next week for sunday social i'm kelly j lewis and thomas ware the third thank you so much have a great day to be continued